Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today pre-market podcast on Monday, the 11th of September, and all the right rugby results at the weekend, assuming you're not a Kiwi. This is general advice only, if it's advice at all, and I'm not sure what I'm going to be able to tell you today. The future's up one point. The Dow Jones is up 76 on Friday, as you're doubtless aware. Narrow range, up 127 to down 27. The Nasdaq hardly changed, plus 0.09%. S&P similar, plus 0.14%. So we're all sitting here waiting for something to happen now. I've put a seasonal chart of the All Ordinaries in the Marcus Monday section today, and you'll see we're in this dull four-month period. Not to say this will necessarily repeat every year, but this is the dullest four months of the year prior to the market ripping up in December in what everybody calls the Santa Claus rally, which is a bit of a US tax thing. But yes, in the doldrums, it's got to be said at the moment, waiting for the CPI numbers coming up on Wednesday, and even they may not give us a lead. But the obvious hope at the moment is that they perpetuate the recent Fed message that whilst they're in no rush to raise rates, they are not calling the top yet. So hopefully we'll give them an excuse to call the top. We're sort of set up in our ideas portfolio for a decent CPI number. We're holding the long NASDAQ ETF. We're holding the FANG ETF. We're holding a bunch of resources stocks. So looking for a bull market this week. Last week wasn't so flash. Our market down 1.76% last week. Dow Jones down three quarters of a percent and the Nasdaq down about 2% last week. S&P down 1.3%. In fact, the only thing going up last week was the oil price up 4.64%. Ahead of the CPI number, worth pointing out that the chances of the Fed holding interest rates at 5.25% to 5.5% haven't really changed in a month at 93%. So no one expecting a rate rise from the Fed in 10 days time. Although they, like the the RBA remain data-driven, so CPI number on Wednesday might have an impact. We have, of course, seen a series of weaker economic numbers out of the US, which have prompted this peak rates narrative, and I have bought into this peak rates hope in the ideas portfolio, still in cash in our strategy portfolio, but hopeful that the market is slowly getting the message that inflation has been contained. We will see. Right, what else can I tell you? Apart from the rugby, apart from Rocky Balboa, Shadow boxing with the Pope, apart from the Spanish soccer coach finally resigning. Biden talking to Lee instead of Xi at the G20, which has sort of pacified a few US Sino tensions. Biggest earthquake in 60 years in Morocco. Death toll's gone past 2,000. US signing a historic partnership with Vietnam as Biden visits, and it's to boost cooperation on chips and rare earths. Japanese Prime Minister reshuffling his cabinet and promising drastic economic measures. Japanese Prime Minister has been criticised recently for all sorts of tax and social security changes. So the suggestion is he's trying to protect the economy and protect the people's lives from price hikes. Not sure it means too much for us. China had some CPI and PPI numbers on Saturday. CPI up 
0.1% year on year versus minus 0.3% in July and PPI minus 3.0% year on year versus minus 4.4% in July. They are not so worried about inflation as they are deflation. Deflation pressures eased. In commodities, most of the metal prices were down on Friday. We also had BHP down 0.7% and Rio pretty much flat in the US. Vale was down 1.9%. The iron ore price down 0.43%. So resources not really going anywhere on Friday. Doesn't bode terribly well for our resources this morning. They had a bit of a rough trot last week. Sector down 2.3% with BHP down 3.46% having gone ex-dividend. And Fortescue Metals down 4.43% having gone ex-dividend. A mild positive in the US session on Friday was Apple was up 0.3%. Some brokers saying the Apple sell-off on the the back of this Chinese ban on Apple products in government offices, which I think is understandable if you consider the FBI probably don't want to be using Chinese phones inside their buildings. It may well be an overreaction. Anyway, that's what brokers are saying. Some news wires talking about AI fatigue causing a bit of a tech sell-off in the US. Chat GPT volumes down for the third month on the trot. Oil prices nine-month high. It's about the only game in town at the moment has been buying energy stocks in the last week or so. And that's about that. Looking for entertainment this morning. I'm looking through the ASX 200 announcements. And apart from buyback notifications, there's nothing going on here. There's a small announcement from Town Resources saying that they have agreed terms for Albemarle's due diligence should take four weeks. We've got jobs numbers this week in Australia on Thursday. An ECB rates decision on Thursday as well. US CPI Wednesday, US PPI Thursday. Nothing out today. No major releases overseas as well. Goldman Sachs saying the S&P 500 is a buy, trading on 17 times, 8% below the pre-pandemic peak of 19 times. They also say they think that the Fed has done raising rates. Bit of a profits warning from Sims Metals, SGM. Aussie dollar at a 10-month low. Poised to rally, says the AFR, as China takes measures to boost its economy. And the RBA could well raise rates again. And there you go. Pretty quiet stuff. I'll be back later today with the members podcast and the end of day podcast. No peace for the wicked. You have a fabulous morning. <laughs>